How is your prayer life? If you are like most of us, it has seasons and sometimes lacks consistency. Prayer, faith, and holiness are key to reaching your destiny. Join Prophet Nanaseyo Pukusakodie as he encourages the body of Christ to get closer to God in prayer. anything for your distressing they would attract the judgment of God on this mountain Prophet Nanaseo Pukusakode is an end-time seasoned firebrand prophet and an evangelist with a unique preaching ministry anchored on prayer he teaches and prophesies the word of God with signs and wonders everything that belongs to you may the Lord gather you from the west gather you from the east gather you from the south from the north, yeah. may you stay in the center of your way. Yeah. And now, the message the proper use of the tongue. Do you feel like God is doing something new in your life? And do you feel like the spirit of poverty is being dealt with? I have preached a lot of things about the spirit of poverty, I've handled it in a very special way. But uh, uh, I told you that a lot of things come together for you to walk in kingdom blessing. It's not just one thing. God is a very balanced God. Tell somebody, our God is a balanced God. Do you remember the scripture? The Bible says, false balance is abomination unto God. So uh, it takes prayer. It takes that. It takes God. But I'm also going to teach you another thing that is very crucial for you to understand. Hallelujah. Very, very crucial for you to understand. And that is that if you are going to prosper, you must learn how to use your mouth or your tongue. Hallelujah. You cannot be speaking negative and expect to get positive. You cannot be speaking defeat and expect to have success. Now, let me tell you this. We are created in the image of God. Do you believe that? How many of you believe that? Do you remember the Bible says, God called things will be not as though they were. Now, if you are created in the image of God, then you have to practice the what God practice. It's a very crucial thing in our work with God. The reason why a lot of things, because, hmm, hmm, listen, your tongue is the building blocks of your destiny. What did I say? Your tongue is the building blocks of your destiny. The way we start a building and we start laying blocks after blocks, Till it comes to the place you have to roof it. When you are laying the blocks after blocks, the building you see it going hard. You get to the place of lentil, then you roof it. That arrangement of the blocks that beautify the building, it is the same as using your tongue for prosperity. Amen. amen. I said amen. amen. So your tongue is the building blocks of your destiny. Learning the proper use of your tongue, it is going to cause you to run faster than you are even expecting. <laughs> you are all listening to what I'm saying. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus Christ says something in the book of Luke chapter 6 verse 45. Very crucial. Luke 6 45. He said that. Um, can you put it on the screen for me? Is anybody there? Luke chapter 6 and verse number 45. A good man. A good man. 
Out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth good things. A good man. Out of the good treasures of his heart, bringeth forth good things. So you cannot be different from what is in your heart. The state of your heart determines the state of your life. Hello? A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth good things. An evil man. So Jesus is describing two people. He said one of them is evil and one of them is what? A good man. Now, an evil man, ha, out of the evil treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. This is why you must continue to store the word of God in your heart. Because it is what is in your heart that will come out of your mouth. You can never be different from your confession. Now listen. Consciously or unconsciously, what you say has effect on your life. This is the way Solomon said it in the book of Proverbs. <laughs> Before we go to Proverbs, let's even go to James chapter 3 and verse number 2. One of the most powerful scripture, one of the most powerful verse ever written about the tongue. One of the most powerful, James chapter 3 verse 2. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, he is the same is a perfect man. Oh, that is serious. If you don't offend in word, God consider you perfect. So, whatever comes out of your mouth will let God determine the state of your life. I submit to you that you are where you are as a result of what you said yesterday. You didn't hear what I said. And where you are going will be determined what you are saying now. <laughs> oh, things are very difficult. Oh, some of my money has been locked. Oh, the business is not going the way it has to go. Once you say it now, it is going to be determined how you live tomorrow. God means what he says, and he says what he means. So when God tells you when you are weak, say you are strong, he knows why he's saying that. When God said that when you are poor, say you are rich, he knows why he's saying that. When God said when you are sick, say I'm healed, he knows why you are saying that. Because there is something in your immune system that responds to what you say. For in many things we offend in all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man. And able also to build, able also to build the whole body. Give me the NIV version. I want to read the NIV version. We all stumble in many ways. If, any, if, if anyone is never at fault, in what he says, he is a perfect man. If you are not at fault in what you say, you are a perfect man, able to keep his whole body in check, 
So, uh, this is very serious. Your words control your body. When you say good things, it keeps the body to direct itself towards good things. This is the reason why a lot of us are working in poverty. I started preaching many years ago, those days, when I was serving, and then I started preaching, I cannot be poor. I cannot be sick. I cannot have accident. When I was preaching, somebody came to me and said, the way you are saying this, you have to be careful because the devil is hearing it. I said, how many negative things have you ever said for him to hear? And another person came and said, say small, small, small in case. Because if you go and say, I cannot be sick, and tomorrow you are sick, what happens? And I told the person, the louder you say it, the faster it produces. That is the way Jesus Christ was walking on earth. Jesus was not apologetic about who he is. I am the way. I am the way. He will say it. Because if he doesn't say he's the way, another person will take over that. Yes. I am the truth. I am the, <laughs> I am the resurrection. I am so you must be able to say, I am blessed. When there's no money in your pocket. You must be able to say, I am a wealthy woman. I am a wealthy man. Now listen, this is your problem. If the money comes before you say it, it's no fate. That is why every prospect, every little blessing I'm working in, it's, it's a pure adventure of faith. Because I started confessing it when I don't have a shoe. My wife remember the first suit I wear. It was so in Cowley. One of the hands was a little longer than other. Because so by a Muslim man. My wife remember it. It was a white suit. Yeah, they between suit and coat. Mine was coat. Wearing that suit, I cannot be poor. I cannot be sick. And sometimes the devil is holding my body. I keep saying it. You don't say it once. Let us hold fast the confession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promise. <laughs> Some of you said that has changed your language completely. Huh? Go to verse number three. When we put bait into the mouth of the horse to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Hello? When we put bait into the mouth of the horse, we make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Now, do you know what the Bible is saying that? A horse is a very fast and a very strong animal. Now, he moves in a certain speed. The speed of the horse make us call the cars we use is speed power, horsepower. So the horsepower of your car is talking about the speed per kilometer the car can move. 
Not all cars speeds are the same. If you put a BMW here and you put a, 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 a Hyundai Pony here and you set them off, the difference will be clear. So we call it horsepower. And the Bible says, as strong and as powerful as that horse is, eh, the beat can control its speed. When you put the beat like this, if you know a little about horse riding, we'll put very soon, we'll get some horses here so that people can ride it. It's a very good exercise. When you sit on a horse, we'll get some horses here. Eh? And then when you put the bit, it stops. When you release it, it moves. When you whip it, it moves fast. So the Bible is saying that much as a horse is strong, the bit can control it. Put that one in your coconut. Let's go ahead. Or take a shape as an example. Eh? I, 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 I have to sit in a shape, an ocean liner from, from I think, where? Is it San Francisco? To uh, some place in Mexico. I think it's close to Acapulco. Went there. And then, because that was, that, was, that was one of the fastest way to get there than going by plane and all that. And I was there. And the, and the ship I was sitting was, had about, it was about, it was about 15-story building. 15-story building. And then it has, it has a golf course. It has, um, I don't know. In fact, my, my room was about, I don't know. Uh, it, it has, it's a hotel. It's a hotel room and then we were there. But the thing was so huge. No, no, it's not possible to run on that ship. It's not possible because even the golf course alone, it has a football pitch. I have the pictures. I have the picture. It has all kinds of things. Now, sometimes when you are, because I was on the top, I was on the seventh floor. It's a seven or eight floor. Some, some of the people have like 12 floor. But when you go to the 12th floor and then you are looking down, sometimes you see your, 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 I remember I was standing somewhere and the ship was moved. I said, Jesus, the devil said, I went back. <laughs> and here, they are saying that, or take shape as an example, although they are so large and are driven by a strong winds. Because at that time, when they were writing the Bible, the ship didn't have the kind of motors and the machines. Because I've sat in ships, but those uh, cruising ships that go to inter countries, they can be very. In fact, they told me the one I sat was small. There was another one that is about twice bigger than this one. Now, that time they were driven the ships by the wind. They have a way of, they have a clothes. There's a way they do it. As the wind blows, it carries the ship. And the Bible says they are driven by strong winds. They are they are steered by a very small radar. So sometimes when you go and stand somewhere, there is a glass. You see the captain there. But the captain is controlling something small. So they say as huge as the ship is, there is a small radar that turns it on the left and then on the right. I was checking the movement on the sea. One of the things that made me appreciate God was when I was on the ocean. Deep in the ocean. When you are on the ocean, the water is a different thing altogether. If I come to the balcony of the ship, I stand there and I'm watching the ocean. Sometimes you could see the thing is heavy. And sometimes it gets very rough. So you see the ship going, and sometimes it, it, will, it will just slow down. And sometimes it can be so rough that that big ship is going like this. So all the people working on it, they have to teach us the way to walk on the ship when it gets very rough. How many of you want to go there? Quick. It's very good. Exposure as well. And I was just standing there. There are some places you go, you get to play. They will announce that we are in the, we are in the dolphin territory. And you see the dolphins riding by the side of the, of the, of the, it's very beautiful. They jump and then they come, they jump and then they come, they jump and then they come. And they say that 
according to some of the captains, sometimes you have to follow them and you see one dolphin in front of the ship. And that dolphin can direct the ship not to hit itself to an ice block. One of the most intelligent animals I've ever seen in the sea is dolphins. I'm telling you, dolphins, dolphins. One of the things that, do you know if you are pregnant for just four weeks, the dolphin can detect it. Yes, I was, I was reading something in the, in the plane, and they were talking about, they detest, a woman uh, was pregnant for four weeks, and they threw him into a water. The dolphins will come and come and push it out. You push her out of the water. So when they come, three of them, they'll come. The moment they land, they'll push. If you put another woman, they won't push her. So they detect that the dolphin said that the dolphin can detect the heartbeat of the mother and the child. And they say that because of the child, when you come to the water, you are risking your life. So they push you out. So they say one of the fastest means to know somebody's pregnant is that you just put him in the dolphin pond. The dolphin will come immediately. They won't hurt you, but they try to push you out of the water. Wow. Isn't God's nature very amazing? Yeah. So the Bible is saying here that that ship is controlled by a small radar. Wow. You turn it and it's turning. Sometimes they turn it like this, the ship is going. When, it's, when, it's, when the ship is about to turn, it, 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 it's something else. Whoo! It turns in a way. Huh? Very small radar. Wherever the pirates want, want to go, go to the next verse. Mm. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body. The tongue is a small part of what? The body. But it makes great boast. Consider why a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. What he says is that you can smoke cigarettes, drop the cigarette. You know some of the bushfire, that is how it starts. Especially in Australia. I was in California. It burns a lot because California is a desert. And somebody can, so they, they, you see them announcing that nobody should smoke and that you can put a little smoke here, it sparks the fire and it burns. Hallelujah. Oh, there are a lot of things in the Bible. Great boast. Consider what great forest is set on fire by a small spark. Go to the next verse. The tongue is also a fire. Look at somebody say, your tongue is a fire. Now, have you considered what the, James has described the thing and brought it to he showed you about the fact that the strength of the horse can be controlled by the, the radar. Huh? It can be controlled by the beat. The, 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 the big ship is controlled by a radar. A small fire can spark a hole and burn a whole cocoa farm. The, loss, the Bible is saying that the way the fire can burn, Australia can be burned until they are using fire service in the air everywhere. He said your tongue can burn your life. Before you clap, it is possible that a lot of the fire that we experience in our tongue brought them. You see, it's so serious that the Bible says even a fool, when he keeps quiet, is considered wise. Can you imagine? It means that your foolishness can only be shown by what you say. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. Let me say that. Huh? I'm not doing what I said. The Bible says a fool. The man is a fool. He is in the company of foolish people. Everybody says, Mr. Fool, then he turns. But for, for about three days, he's not talking. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. Is everything okay? Yes. Please, come and let's have conversation. Oh, I'm studying the word of God. 
The Bible says once the guy is not talking, he has graduated from the company of foolish people and they have added him to wise people. It means that what actually made him a foolish man was the thing that was coming out of his mouth. So, if you agree with that scripture, then you can make a statement while you are fasting. God takes you from wisdom people and put you in foolish people. He takes you from wise men and adds you to foolish men. So, you become wise or foolish based on the statements you make. Ooh, it's getting quiet. <laughs> huh? The tongue is a fire, a word of evil among the part of the body. It corrupts the whole person. So, it <laughs> what, who, who, what corrupts you? This is what the religious people have mixed it. The Pharisees were saying that, why is it that your disciples don't wash their hands? Jesus came and said that, what, what are you talking about? It is not what goes into a man, it is what comes out. So you are defied by the things you say. Somebody lift your hand and say mercy. mercy. Their tongue is also a fire, a word, of, a word of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole person, sets the whole course of his life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. Ha! So, people are on their way to hell because of what they say. <laughs> uh, why are you so quiet on me? It sets your life on fire. Listen, until you learn how to talk right, nothing good will come out of your life. Period. There's one Christian at the back. No. Nothing good. Because let me tell you something. When you are walking around there, Everything around your environment is pushing you to speak negative. So, we must give the tongue attention. I was preaching in America. I said, you people have some terms that you say. You think that it's a joke and it's a term, but they are, they are worse. You are building people. Oh, I was scared to death. Oh, I was scared to death. Oh. Oh, what you did, I thought I was, I was, I was, I was dead. Let me tell you this. <laughs> According to Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and verse number 6. <laughs> Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and 6. Do not let your mouth lead you to say. What is leading you to say? And do not protest to the temple messenger. He's talking about angel. My vow was a mistake. Give me the King James Version. Oh, it's a running commentary. Suffer not your mouth to cause your flesh to say. Neither say before the angel that it was an error. It means that don't speak any negative thing for the angel to hear. Wherefore should God be angry at your voice and destroy the work of your hand? Somebody says something, God heard it and God became angry. Wherefore should God be angry at your voice and do what? Destroy the work of your hand. So have you seen the way a lot of people's business are getting destroyed? It is not the devil, it's their mouth. Have you seen the way a lot of people are destroying their marriage? 
It is not the devil, it's their mouth. I marry a useless woman. So no matter what the wise the woman is, your tongue will shape in her in a different way. This man, child, he's good at school, but this one is very dull. Yeah, your tongue shaped the child. Oh, because papa, he can never become intelligent. In Africa, we love those things. Uh-huh. We can even be cursing and not know that we are cursing. Would they say, Oh, chinchia, oh, my fiente, move a bro? Suffer not your mouth to cause your flesh to sin. Neither say before the angel. Now, this is what you have to understand. There are two angels that move by your side angels of light and angels of darkness. So anytime you see the Bible talking about angel, every time you see an original, there's a counterfeit. Every time you see a counterfeit, there's an original. They work vice versa. Satan can never create. The day you create, you stop being the devil. He can only reproduce or create a counterfeit version of an original. So if something is not already there, the devil cannot have a counterfeit version. So only original existence of something can produce the equivalent counterfeit. So as long as God has something original, the devil will have a counterfeit version. So we have original prophet and counterfeit prophets. We have original pastors and counterfeit pastors. We have original Christians and counterfeit Christians. <laughs> we have original prosperity and counterfeit prosperity. So every time God sees, and the devil sees that God can bless, he will also bless somebody that will produce a counterfeit version of God's one. Choose one for yourself. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. I say hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. That is why you shouldn't be surprised about even people doing signs and wonders. Because the devil can do a lot of signs and wonders. He started it right in front of Pharaoh. Moses was anointed by God. Put a stick down, he became a snake. And all the magicians were laughing. The only difference there is when God's snakes, God's rod snakes swallow these ones. But the important thing is that if you can turn rod to a snake, the devil can do a counterfeit fish. If those magicians were in our time, they would have big churches. I know you won't clap because <laughs> I've just said something that you wish I couldn't say it. I said, if the magicians were in our time, turning sticks into snakes, they would have mega churches. And a lot of the Christians in original churches would be going there for prayers. Because our generation don't care the source, we care the acts and the miracle. We don't even want to have discernment as far as it can produce result. But there is something you must understand about the devil. He can never give. He can never bless. He can only steal. He can only kill and he can only destroy. So even if he bless you today, it's your death sentence tomorrow. It is only the blessings of the Lord that make it rich and he will add no sorrow with it. Am I speaking? 
Somebody say amen. Did you hear what I just said? Amen. So, uh, don't be moved by those things. If there is anything we should all fast and pray, it's the spirit of discernment. A discernment has nothing to do with the physical. It is ability to know and to discern the spirit behind an operation of something. And if only you have God's spirit, then you should be able to know why the thing is operating the way it's operating. Somebody say, Amen. Lord, lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. For that is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen and amen. Suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. Neither say before the angel that it was an error. Wherefore should God be angry at all? So anytime you are walking there, I just told you about the angels of light and angels of darkness. All of them respond to what you say. So when you are walking, you say something negative. It is, to, it, is, it is to the advantage of the angels of darkness. Because God gave you a tongue and put two things there according to the Bible. He said your tongue has death and it also has life. Both of them bear fruit. The one you want to eat, you will have it. Normally, all the things that God created, they can only do one thing. Among the members of our body, it's only the tongue that has two powers. It has the power of life and it has the power of death. I don't know whether you are listening to me. How many of you want to prosper? This is the key. It's a major key to prosperity. Hmm. Say, I refuse to speak any negative thing from today. Give me Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. I'll read 21 and 22. Proverbs chapter 18. Verse number 21. Why is it that this, this thing comes in the evening? Why? Hmm? Let's all read it. Ready? Go. Say it again and very loud. Continue. What is dangerous thing? They that love it. So God considered that when you start speaking negative, you love it. When you say, where they are, you love it. You have taken the, the, no, the courier that DHA brought, DHL, or what are some of the things? And you have append, you have append your signature. Once you sign it, it means you have received it. The guy who sent it is free from the consequence. So when the devil brings the thing and you say, when you are here, you have signed. 
And God said, I didn't give it to you. Because one of the things God gave it to us is the power of our tongue. And he's saying that once you, once you speak negative, you speak it because your tongue loves it. And God is saying that the tongue he gave to you has put death and life in it at the same time. And whichever one you love, both the death produce fruit. Life also produce fruit. All of them are bearing fruit. The kind of fruit you want to eat is, is, is not determined by he, God. It's determined by you. So when you sit down and say, and I say the name of my day, you are eating a particular fruit. When you sit down and say, I cannot be poor. When there is no money in your pocket, it will bear some fruit for you. Rise to your feet. My time is up. Because you didn't come and lift up your hands. Apostle has come. Open your mouth and pray. Lord, 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 grace. Listen to the prayer point. Grace to speak right words. Because some of you, eh, what can they now as a very stronghold? So we need prayer to crush it. Everything that moves you, moves you to speak the negative, lift up your voice and curse it right now. Open your mouth. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233 303 403 703 403 403 Email us on info at wpcministries.org or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.